Hello and welcome to another episode of the Untamed and Embodied Show. The episode that you are about to listen to was recorded for YouTube. And in this episode, I'm going to be sharing with you some of the most common signs that I see of our feminine energy expressing as wounded. And I'm also going to share with you some of the practices that we can use to become more skilled in our feminine. What I have discovered is when we begin to embrace a new way of being and we start to live in a way that honors our feminine energy, a direct result of that is that we also receive healing. And so even though I'm speaking about our wounded feminine, what I want you to know is that if you believe that your feminine energy is wounded or that you need healing, I want you to know that there is nothing wrong with you and there's nothing about you that needs to be fixed. And I hope that what you will hear in this episode will confirm that for you. We have just not learned how to access this incredible reservoir of personal power that we have. In my group coaching program, Untamed Feminine, which kicks off in March, we learn how to tap into this reservoir of power. And so if you want to move away from a life where you are feeling imbalanced or disempowered or resentful, and instead you want to experience more vitality, sensual aliveness and magnetic radiance, then you will love what I have to teach in the Untamed Feminine program. If you want to join us, it's very easy. You simply fill in a short application form. I'll be in contact with you and we'll have a quick chat to see whether this is indeed the right program for you and we'll take it from there. The link to fill in that application form is in the show notes. I'd love to connect with you in that way. And I also want to invite you to use and try out the practices that I speak of in this episode because they really will help you tap into your feminine essence and level up your life. Enjoy. Let's talk about healing feminine energy. And if you're going to ask me if your feminine energy needs healing, the short answer is probably yes. And that's going to make for a very short episode. So today in this episode, I want to share with you some signs for you to know for sure that your feminine energy needs healing. And I'm also going to share with you some of the things which I have used and practiced and applied in my own life on my feminine reclamation journey that has been really, really helpful to me so that you can try that out for yourself. My name is Tersha. I'm a feminine embodiment coach. And here on my channel, you'll find everything that you need to know about embracing, awakening and stepping into your divine feminine power. Let me first off start by saying that there is absolutely nothing wrong with you. You're not broken and you don't need to be fixed. We are just not skilled in our feminine. We've never been taught how to access this incredible reservoir of personal power. And so for many of us, this power that we have lies dormant within us. We've never learned how to tap into that. When we learn to become skilled in our feminine, 
by default, in our upskilling, in our up-leveling, we also become healed. So this is the first sign that your feminine needs some upskilling. You need to, to expand your repertoire a little bit in this area, as if you constantly find yourself being judgmental or ashamed about your emotions, about the ups and downs that you feel, about the ebb and flow of your energy. And you expect of yourself to always be switched on. Whenever you are experiencing periods where you don't feel so switched on, where you don't feel on top of the world, you tell yourself that you're being lazy, you need to pull up your socks and you need to get on with it. And whenever you are feeling emotionally down, then you get upset with yourself because all the work that you've been doing so far isn't paying off. And I think this is a mindset that comes from the hyper-masculine world that we live in that thinks of success and growth and moving forward totally in linear terms. And it disregards our feminine side, which is not linear. It's cyclical. We are so close to Mother Nature in that. So you can look at Mother Nature, you can clearly see the four seasons that she cycles through every year. And as women, women with a feminine essence, our feminine energy cycles like that as well. You can be in different seasons, in different areas of your life at the same time. And if you don't know that about yourself, if you don't know that about your own innate feminine energy, that we can inhabit these different states at the same point in time, then obviously you're going to think that there's something wrong with you. And so do two things. Number one, you can let go the idea that there's something wrong with you and you can really embrace this part of your feminine nature that you are always going to ebb and flow. This is part of who you are. And if you can embrace that, can you see that you can start using it as an asset Right? That sounds terrible to say it in that way. But it's true. If you know how you are cycling on the inside, then you can apply that to your life. Then you can make your life work according to what is going on inside here instead of trying to fit yourself into the life out there and disregarding what is going on inside. The second sign that I want to talk about today is if you are in a constant cycle of burnout. And of course, there are a few reasons why we do this. This can be driven by our resistance of feeling what is going on inside. We don't want to slow down enough to feel what is going on inside. And again, that's not a personal fault of you that you need to slow down so that you can feel what's inside so that you can stop burning out. If you find yourself in a cycle of burnout. It's okay. There's nothing wrong with you. You're not doing anything wrong. You just need to learn how to use some of your other skills. And this will help you come out of that cycle. If you are in the cycle of burnout, of striving, of perfectionism, of chasing validation, of looking for your worth outside of yourself, being with what it is that you're feeling and starting to get to know yourself on that level and really getting in touch with that feeling flowing feminine within is going to support you to start to break the habit that always puts you on this path towards burnout, this place of powerlessness that we find ourselves in. We feel that we're not being heard. 
We're not being seen. And that's the third sign, that your feminine energy needs some upscaling. It's very difficult for you to express your own needs. And you've got these masks that you hide behind that stops you from being seen. If we don't allow ourselves to show that, if we don't allow ourselves to express that, then we are going to end up feeling resentful. We are going to end up feeling like we are victims in that we don't have a choice. But I'm here to tell you that as grown women, we do have a choice. We do have a choice as to how we want to show up in our lives. And there are so many tools and practices that are available, so many different things that you can start doing, even if it means, you know, going for outside help, to, to allow you to get in touch again with that wonderful sovereign woman that is alive inside of you and that just needs to be cleared out from from behind the rubble. And so an interesting practice here that you can do every day just to kind of check in where you are in terms of your empowered or disempowered state is to start to listen to how you speak about yourself when people ask you how you are, how do you respond, what types of words do you use, what's the vibe that goes through the words, like what's the kind of energy that's, hold, that's held around the words. And also, what's the kind of energy that's held in your body? Start noticing your body language. Start noticing how you move and hold yourself just in everyday life. And this will give you the awareness. Once you start to see, am I being more empowered? Am I being more disempowered? This gives you data of what's going on in your internal world. And the very final sign that I want to share with you before I go to some of the things that you can do, some of the practices that you can use, is typically when we are not skilled in our feminine, we don't trust ourselves and we don't trust our intuition. We tend to, again, be in the habit of always looking for that external validation, always looking for that external confirmation that we are on the right path or that we are making the right decisions. And so it really is a big learning curve for us to start to find this validation within ourselves. For thousands and thousands and thousands of years, we have been taught the linear, analytical, straightforward way of thinking is much more valuable than the intuitive, often nebulous and something that you can't really quantify. You can't have evidence for the intuition because it's an internal process. And if you can't see it, then it means it doesn't exist. Okay, and we all know that's crap. That's not true. And so it's up to us, to each and every single one of us that's on this journey of reclamation, to also do the inner work for you to start trusting yourself. When we feel safe within ourselves, when we feel that we can rest back and we have that safety in our body, it's also easier for us to trust ourselves. It's easier for us to trust our decisions and to make decisions that are more aligned 
with who we are that are in alignment with our truth. Becoming skilled in your feminine is going to allow you to tap into that intuitive wisdom. It's going to allow you to really begin to become open and receptive to your own inner knowing and to trust that. It starts to become the guiding north star by which you live your life. I think you'll see that in all four of these signs of us not really being skilled in our feminine, there's a common theme. And the common theme is it has to do with a relationship with yourself. And this is why if you follow my work, you'll know that the relationship that you have with yourself, I believe this is the most important relationship that you will ever have, because this informs everything. The way that you relate to yourself, how empowered you feel in your own strong, authentic truth, this is going to inform all of your actions, all of your decisions. And this is going to be projected and radiated out into the world. And with the world being a mirror, it always reflects back to us what we are giving out. And so connecting with yourself is a non-negotiable on this feminine reclamation journey. I have a free download that you can grab from the link in the description. And this download is a feminine energy practice that I do every day to make sure that I connect to my feminine. So you can go and grab that download and use this for a few weeks, apply it in your own life, and I promise you, you are going to see some results. We always teach people how to treat us. And they see how to treat us. They learn this unconsciously from how we treat ourselves. So if you live in a way that really honors who you are as a feminine essence being, that honors your sovereignty and your self-agency as a woman, then this is going to be reflected and other people will start treating you like that. The trap that we can fall in when we do inner work is we can gather all of this awareness like we know why we're doing things. We know where it comes from. We've analyzed our childhoods and we know all the effects of what happened to us and how that's manifesting in our lives today. So we have the awareness. But what often happens then as the next step is even though we have the awareness, we still get caught up in these patterns. It still gets activated in us and then we fall into judgment of ourselves. It's important for you to begin to unravel whatever it is that is keeping you there. These beliefs live in your body, right? They don't live in your brain. They live in your body. They live in your nervous system. And this is where they get activated. This is where they get triggered. And so to change any of these limiting beliefs, even if you know where they're coming from, we need to unravel them from how they have knotted up in our nervous system. You can't enter into these things through the level of your mind. And the skill of embodiment, connecting to and unraveling whatever is in the nervous system, is a skill that's going to help you step into this version of yourself that you desire to be. Your body will show you what you are ready to receive. 
I can't explain to you how many times it's happened to me that during one of my embodiment practices, I land on an insight of how a limiting behavior or a limiting thought or a limiting pattern is showing up in my life. And so this brings me to the skill of embodiment then and defining embodiment here because there are lots of different definitions of what it means to be embodied. To me, embodiment means being with your whole self. So being with your lighter and easier parts, with that light feminine energy, but also being with your dark feminine. And dark feminine here is not manipulative or bad or evil. Dark simply means not seen. Dark as in hidden. Dark as in that which is in the shadows. And so to be embodied means that we have access to all of ourselves both the light and the dark, that which is lived out into the world consciously and that which is hidden in the shadows. As a feminine embodiment coach, this is the first skill that I teach all of my clients. I teach you how to become more embodied. So we are naturally embodied in that we live in bodies, okay? And as children, we are a lot more embodied than what we tend to be as adults. If you've ever seen a little child, they are freely expressing their emotions. They know what they're feeling and they are not afraid to let you know what it is that they are feeling. But then as we grow up, many of these emotions and the ways that we express them get judged or shut down by the people in our lives for whatever reason. And so we start to repress that. We start to avoid feeling that. We keep ourselves busy so that we don't have to go to these places where these feelings live. Healing the feminine or becoming skilled in the feminine means that we have to go to these places. Because by going to these places is how we get back to wholeness, right? It doesn't work in any other way. But embodiment allows us to go to these places in a way that is the right way for us. In a way that is safe and in a way that we can handle. Meaning that your body will never show you what you're not ready for. Your body will never take you to places that you aren't ready to clear, to heal, or to resolve. Part of walking this path of the feminine is trusting in the wisdom of your body and connecting to the truth that lives there. And then the final practice, which is something that I've also been working on a lot and I've seen the difference that it's made in my life, is to practice receiving. We feel unfulfilled. We feel like there's something missing in our lives. We have a yearning and a longing for something that we don't have words for. That's your feminine. And so a big part of our feminine journey and healing the feminine is also to practice how to receive. Instead of being controlling, instead of thinking how things should be, but leaning back, opening yourself and being vulnerable to reclaim our feminine requires tremendous courage. When we drop the protective shields that we have around us, that's keeping us from receiving love and that's keeping us from receiving intimacy, not only from other people, but from ourselves. Because remember, it starts with you dropping those shields, allowing yourself to receive that love and intimacy from yourself first. That which we offer to ourselves, this is what others will also Offer to us. Becoming skilled in your feminine is going to allow you to move through the world 
in a very powerful and a sovereign way. Healing your feminine energy and really up-leveling in your feminine power. In my life, in my mind, in my experience and in my existence, this is the answer to living a life where you are deeply fulfilled, where you feel deeply satisfied, where you experience deep love, deeper intimate connection with those in your life. Your relationships improve. You start having relationships that are really fulfilling to you. And you live in a way where you honor your own decisions. You don't second guess yourself anymore. You don't doubt yourself. You're solid in the conviction of your own self-worth. You're deeply rooted in that. And I hope that you found this episode really, really helpful and also that you have gained some new insights. If you are watching the video, then leave me a comment down below. If you're listening to this on the podcast, then head over to the YouTube channel and go and leave a comment for me there. I'd love to hear from you. Thank you so much for joining me. Remember to grab that download in the description below that download to connect to yourself my daily practice of connecting to myself and if you have not yet subscribed then this is an invitation for you to join our community subscribe we'd love to have you on board and if you found this video helpful i'd be so so grateful if you could give it a thumbs up thanks so much and i'll see you in the next one bye